Welcome to the 1878 FM podcast. It's episode 38. We have made it through the season. You will note the relaxedness of my voice. Well, I feel, I mean, it mightn't sound relaxed, but it is. It is very calm, chilled. Not chilled because it's roasting in the studio. Um, but if the band is back together. Everybody is here. We have got the the Cap'n Bush, the the Mr. Popeye is here. He's back off his cruise. We've got paddleboard Dave. Some <laughs> tremendous photos over the weekend on the the river. Uh, and Ped is up before ten, well, he's been here for about ten minutes, so ten past ten, which is another collector's wow. item. So absolutely tremendous men. How are we? Good, thank you. Um, significantly more relaxed than when we last spoke. You are. Um, and yeah, I mean, listen, I make no bones about it. I was nervous as hell. And I think that came across. And, and as the time got closer and closer, and in particular that, you know, fateful Sunday, I was really, really nervous. But um, somehow we managed to escape the jaws of defeat. And here we are and we fight another day. But um, let us not be under any illusions. This is not celebration mm-hmm. time. Okay, there. I mean, you've gone in early, but fair play, fair play. Mm-hmm. Andy, how are you? Well, it was it was very weird, a weird experience to be having gone on about a hypothetical Everton arc for uh, a number of seasons now, mm-hmm. where we're sailing away and getting away from it in international waters. It was very bizarre then to be uh, at sea in the Mediterranean on this cruise when when this game was playing out. And we had no. It's one of those boats where you can hardly get any Wi-Fi or anything like that as well. So I felt it was kind of nice actually. I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't drawn, although I felt like sick to my core. Mm. And it's amazing how Everton can affect you even when you're not kind of watching or, or checking the score. It's mm. just, it's there in your soul, isn't it? You can just sense something. It's like spidey senses. Something's going on. Yeah. Um, and it was it was kind of nice not to have to be, you know, half time must have just been horrendous. We were going down at half time, weren't we? Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's just, mm. uh, uh, so it is a relief, but I like, completely echo what, what Dave said. I feel like we've uh, dodged another bullet, but... Mm. Um, Man, if they don't do something about it this time, then um, there's hell to pay, I think, to be honest with you. How many warnings do you need? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, if we go back to, if we do go back to the faithful debt, I mean, I, I credit a lot of it to Dave's little win, win, win shout in the last podcast. The, the chance that was put yeah. a, a lot of it, that. that was echoing around Goodison at one stage. Yeah, I bet. Um, no, I but bet. If we, I mean, if we go back to that faithful day, Ped. Just uh, nine days ago, it seems a lot longer now, in some respects, and and also it seems like yesterday. Um, it was, I I don't know about you because we haven't we haven't really we haven't done anything together since, have we? Obviously, I was away, so come back for a game and went back to, you know, Costa del Preston, which was absolutely roasting. Um, you caught the sun, though, Barry. Yeah, oh, mate, it's, it's been yeah. sunny every. Mm. It's been warm every day. You've got a healthy glow. Well, you know, you've, it's it's all good. It's all good. That's been said. Um, I was quite... I don't know why. The drive over from Wales, I was trying not... Me and my boy were trying not to talk about it too much. Talking about different things. But the only time I was really nervous, like I felt a bit sick, was going through the turnstile. I actually said to me, mate, as we were going through, we're going through as... A, fan of a Premier League side and we might be walking mm. back out in the championship and it was the only time my stomach yeah. really flipped a little bit I had took about 14 calms to keep me you know the, the nerves down but um <laughs> I got in and the atmosphere ped kind of it took over for me a little bit then of like right it's just let's get into it there's 90 minutes doesn't matter who's playing we know what we've got to do what were you like I mean what were you like uh, I was alright yeah. um I was in the ground quite early, to be honest, just to yeah. sort of um, try and build up as the atmosphere built up in, in the ground. So I got yeah. there where it was really quiet. It was really, it was about quarter past three when I got in the ground. And I just, yeah. and there was a lot going on outside. There was, you know, a lot of, it was very, it was, it was, <laughs> the outside was dead strange because it was almost like people were trying to ignore the game and trying mm. to uh, think about other things mm. or, or almost pretend like it wasn't. And it was almost thing that I think of the minute you walk through the turnstiles, it became real. So mm. I got there this really the players hadn't even come out, the goalkeepers hadn't even come out warming up yet. Mm. Um and it and I, I, I just let it build up as as the people build up built up into the ground. And I mm. thought that was that really helped me. Not that not that I was massively worried anyway. And mm. then 
by the time it built to the the whistle go and I think everybody was probably feeling exactly the same so um yeah it, it was mostly mostly fine all all day and even when you know different things were being said rightly or wrongly within you know within the fan base um I, I was all right to be honest mm. what was weird was we were walking through we parked and walked through the uh the graveyard, you know, walking that way yeah, up, yeah. up to Goldison, yeah. and the noise you could hear was unbelievable. Mm. And we were, we were just saying on the way up, like, my God, it feel, it sounds like a, it sounds like the game had already kicked off. We were like, yeah. didn't kick off, a, didn't kick off a four, did it? Because it was like mm. about ten past four at this. It was unbelievable. But yeah, I mean, Dave, obviously, that. The waiting for the game as well made it worse, didn't it? Because it was half four. It just seems to mm. be... Uh, me and Zach were like, why couldn't we just kick off at 10 in the morning? Wake up, <laughs> get over there, play the game and get it done because it just seemed to drag, I thought, the day. And then, obviously, everything goes through your head then, doesn't it? What could happen? I I just... Honestly, I felt physically sick. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I felt yeah. physically sick. Yeah. Just that sort of nervous stomach. Mm. Yeah. Um, all day, and it was kind of you know, it, it was, it was, I suppose, kind of the feeling that you would have ahead of an operation or something, yeah. or you know, yeah, something yeah. that could potentially be be horrible. Mm. And, um, you know, as I say, you know, I, I sadly wasn't wasn't at the game, but you know, back to what you said before that mm. feeling that this could have been the last ever top flight game at Goodison Park, yeah, ever, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, which is a horrific thought. Mm. Um, but no, I mean, you know, I had friends of mine kind of sort of saying, how are you? And I said, awful, you know, yeah. <laughs> I went, I went, I went, I went for, a, I went out of my paddleboard to take my mind off things. Mm. And then I, I dropped in and I had a, a quick pint with a mate of mine at about three ish. Yeah. On the nerves. And then, uh, off we went mm. and, um, and obviously you're getting all the, if you, if you watching it, cause I had a, luckily, I don't know how I'm, my mate was sat in one of my mates was sat in front of me, and I don't know how he done it, but he had, he had the other games on his phone. I can't get an update on scores in Goodison. No. He was no. watching. The no, because there's, no, there's never there's never any Honestly, Wi-Fi for I, any. Like I can't even use WhatsApp in the ground. James, never mind stream yeah. multiple games. James, I'm talking about you, as you know. He was sat in front, so he turned round at like it must have been like four thirty three, mm-hmm. and went Spurs are winning. So straight away it was like right. Okay, Leeds have got to basically score four goals, so that yeah, can't be yeah. this one, kind of like yeah, one out of the goal. equation. Yeah, and then obviously got the update that Leicester had scored, and you, then you start going, all right. And you know what? Even at that, before half time, I was still thinking, all right. Well, we know we've got to win, and we and mm. we kind of had to win anyway. So nothing's really changed. I mean, it had. We were yeah. in the bottom three, but Andy, for you, like you just said, I mean, did you? Was it a case for you that you just couldn't get anything or were you aware of anything that was going on or were you just too busy posing with Goofy and, and Mickey and that? <laughs> no, it was like I, I was getting, um, I was checking my phone all the time. Yeah. And, and I was kind of aware of what was going on. I felt kind of, I felt kind of bad for, I, I'm glad it was Leicester and not us, but I felt mm. bad for Leicester fans because I feel like we, we've had a long time to get used to being as bad as we are, whereas they, mm-hmm. it's kind of, they just kind of dropped into the basement like the way someone might fall mm. out of the loft. Well, it was like us last year. Like Richard Wright, you mean? It was a bit like it was a bit like us last year, wasn't it? They they found themselves in this thing and it's, were like, oh, they'll be all right. And then all of a sudden you start to look and go, actually, will he? And, and that was us last year and we got away with it, but they didn't. I, I, think, I think this... We're, we're now this this kind of preseason off season or whatever yeah. is is probably the most important uh, preseason we've maybe ever had at Goodison. Like you know, it'll be three and out. I think if they don't make get this one right, and mm-hmm. and I'll take take you back. I don't know if any of you guys watched our. Um, uh, oh, maybe you guys were there. The terrible preseason games in the states. Were you yeah, at we were there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we were. Yeah, and you saw. I don't know about you. I watched those games thinking, "Oh my god, what is going on here? Mm-hmm. This is like a so." I feel like we need to. We need to. I don't know what the plans are for the preseason or whatever, or whether they're going to give Deitch some money or whatever. But um, this is it. This is the last chance saloon. I think if they don't get this bit right, then we are. You know, I'm, I'm not doing this three times on the trot. Mm. Uh, you know, last day of the season, pitch invasion, 
you know, blue I refuse to be on a, I refuse to be on a cruise again on the last <laughs> day of the season. Don't make me go cruising again on yeah. the final day. That's on the I'm final saying. day. See, I, I, this is huge. I think. I think that the Connor Cody situation is slightly worrying, um, and by that I mean that, for me, logically, at the money that he was available in that clause of four and a half million, you'd have bought him. I think personally, even if if only for cover, and the fact that they haven't. I think is quite ominous in terms of what money will be available to spend, if any. Okay. Yeah. That's my concern. I'm gonna he, just... he obviously doesn't fancy him, does he? Yeah, I was going to say, I'm just going to interject here. I don't know whether Ped will will see it this way as well or, or whether... But I really like Conor Cody. And I think in a, in a world where mm. you've got a big budget, I would still have him as what you've just said. He's a good... He's a good pro and cover and all that. But mm, haven't mm, we been mm. critical of the football club for his wages will be something like 80 grand a week at least? And he's 30. Haven't we been critical mm. of the football club making these decisions in the past and going, well, he, he'll be good for us. And if he doesn't get in, he can sit on the bench and he's a good option to have. I think Everton. Are, I think the way Everton's finances have gone, I think Everton are past, have got to move past this. This is my opinion. I think we've got to get in a world where our wages come down so that we can we can let the money flow a bit more. Mm. And we have to, if Conor Cody was twenty three, I'd be screaming blue murder now. Twenty, even twenty five, but he's thirty. We've got Tarkovsky who's thirty. Michael Keane is still there. Who's thirty and on big wages? Yeah, but I'd sooner have Cody than Keane or Holgate. Absolutely, Dave. It's absolutely, them though, isn't it? It's getting rid of them though. We're mm. selling them, isn't it? I think mm. it's just bad timing, isn't it? I think more than anything, it's bad timing with Cody because yeah. it was uh, yeah. because it was something that had to be done by the first of June, and and you know I I I had an inkling from um, basically the moment he went out the side that he probably wasn't going to mm. be signing, but it's time, and I think if we can get rid of Keane and get rid of Holgate, and he hasn't already gone somewhere, mm. maybe they'll go back for him. Mm. I just think that. It, it seems to me like there wasn't, you know, saying going back to what Andy was saying, I don't think, I don't think there was a real plan for for the situation because they didn't really know what was going on. So I think we have to be very quick now, and the next couple of weeks are really critical in what we're doing. I imagine Sean Dyche will probably be straight back to work, and I, and we have to get people out and we have to get people in quite quickly, and we have to make, um, you know, we have to make a real. I mean, he he said himself. He'd been working on it since the day he came in, but we think we have to get a real assessment of what we're doing and whether Branthwaite's going to come back in and he's going to be like the number one centre back mm, yeah. alongside um, alongside um, Tarkovsky. Tarkovsky. Yeah. So it's going to, yeah. I think I think we have to get a move on and we have to get we have to get this sorted really quickly. Just going back. Well, sorry, you, just be oh, sorry. I'm just be... going to just ask you know go on, what go would on. you uh, and go, go on. Go on, uh, Baz. Go, go for it. Also, I was going to say was just to, to wrap the game up, and then we can go on to the, like the next bit. But what was obviously the core? He scores a worldie, and then mm. you've got that excuse. And to be honest, you know, I've seen I've seen a few things are like Bournemouth like rolled over for Everton. It was absolutely the opposite. They kicked shite out of us, and and were horrible. The their antics were horrible all day. <laughs> the only real time heart in the mouth moment was was the volley in the 94th minute or whatever which Pickford made a mm. good save from but then then it was the longest 10 minutes in history that final 10 minutes of injury time it really was it was yeah. disgusting but um obviously Dave the final whistle ha, you know what was that like what was that like for you just when you know when that whistle went was it just like did it kind of hit you later because talking to me dad and he said I was all right all the way through, and it was about an hour after mm. the enormity of like, oh my god, we mm. like we we could have gone. Do you know that kind of enormity? Like hit him as almost he was he was like punch drunk through the whole game, and it was afterwards that it got him. What what were you like at the at the end? No, it's exactly the same. Just absolute relief when mm. that final whistle went, and then my phone went mad. You know, my mum was on the phone, and and you know other people were on the phone, and then you know texts were coming in left, right, and centre. Um, because that was the other thing, you know, I'd, I'd had a lot, a lot of friends who aren't Evertonians who were saying beforehand, oh, you'll be okay. Yeah. You'll be okay. Yeah. And and that really started to get to me because, yeah. you know, and, and yes, granted we were in the end, but it was just the fact that, and I, I said this to, to this mate of mine having a beer before the game, he's an Arsenal fan, mm. and he goes, you'll be okay. 
I'm like, yeah, but what you don't understand is the fact that this won't be straightforward. Mm. You know, this won't be a case of Everton scoring first and just hanging on to it and Leeds and Leicester get nothing and then everything just proceeds and it's all fine. There will be twists and turns mm. in this, of course there will, and sure enough there were, mm. you know, and at half time we were going down. Um, but yeah, just massive, massive, massive relief. Yeah, that, that um, never permeated yeah. into the ground, though, Dave. You know, I mean, you know that what you saying there about at the stage with Leicester mm. being one up. That never. Mm. I know Gary Neville made a big deal about it on the commentary, but that never really, that Did never it? really got round the ground. No, I didn't really feel it. Was it yeah. Fine, it mm. was fine. You know, mm. it was like there was a there was there was a couple of rumours around me that West, West Ham had scored, and that went away. Mm-hmm. And then when Leicester scored, it was more just like people just going. Leicester scored, you know, there wasn't like a ripple effect yeah, where, it, yeah, yeah. where it's gone around the ground. And I think yeah. Gary Neville mentioned on commentary, like he'd made mo- he made more of it than it actually was. It was quite it was quite calm. Mm-hmm. I, I thought anyway, and I'm like mm-hmm. I'm in the gladdest seat, I'm in the mix of where where people do really overreact. Mm-hmm. But I, but it never got to that stage where people were like really worried. We knew what we had to do, but I think and that was the thing before when people were talking about it, saying, "Oh, it's out your hand. It's in your hand." Sorry, that so that gives you an extra pressure. I was like, mm. "No, it doesn't. It was just about scoring then and, and mm. making sure Bournemouth." And once we went one up, I thought we'll be all right here because we're one nil up. And normally, when we're one nil up, we're fine mm. at home. Like the only so what time... was the um, obviously on. not being at the game? What 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 was it like when the final whistle went? Was it was it like elation followed by? Shaking fists, annoyed, or, or yeah. what was yeah. that kind of vibe? No, it was. Like? Yeah, it, was Andy. it was elation. It was elation. Uh, and then people ran on the pitch, and then the people who ran on the pitch were booed. Yeah. And were getting told to get off yeah. as quickly mm. as possible. Right. Um, right. And then that was all just kids. I mean, if there was any grown men on there, then the, Jesus. There was. Um, I saw a few. But that was all kids. Mad, yeah. No, I know. And then and then it turned and then it's it, it instantly turned to the board. So mm. I thought it was almost a almost the perfect response. Mm. Almost. What did you um, Ped, What did you the think? Only disappointing thing from. Go on, mate. Go sorry, on. finished. No, go on. Sorry. No, I was going to say the only disappointing thing for me was there was a handful of players there. Yeah. Who probably deserved to yeah. not deserve to be clapped off by us, but we we deserved them to just come and have a walk. And the people mm. like Yeri Mina yeah. probably deserved just mm. to say goodbye to us. Yeah. And I felt yeah. really disapp- felt really sorry for him mm. that that he never got that chance. And you can you can sit here all season and you can have a go at people, but if they want to walk around and they want to clap us, the people who go every mm. single game and pay to go every single game, then they deserve that right to do that. And we can yeah. if we want to throw tomatoes at them while they're doing that, then that's up mm. to us. But but obviously that wouldn't have happened on Saturday, and that that disappointed me that 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 couldn't happen, especially for someone like Yeri Mina, maybe Tom Davis, you know, Seamus Coleman to show his appreciation. Mm, um, yeah. that that really that really annoyed me. Yeah, no, that was going to be my question. I was just going to say, what did you make of that? Because I I thought for the likes yeah. of Yeri Mina, even Connor Cody, who yeah. who's mm-hmm. done a season and okay, you know, whether you like him, don't like him, whatever. He, he's I think every time the lads pulled the blue shirt on, he's given everything. Whether he's had a good game or a bad, he's given everything. He's always wanted to do really well mm-hmm. for Everton, and and I, I thought that was a little bit of a disappointing thing to to not be able to go. All right, you know you've done it, or for them to clap and just go thanks for the support. It doesn't have to be a big thing. It doesn't have to yeah, be, yeah, make yeah. a big thing of it, but just a little, especially for someone like Yeri, because I think Yeri mean it. Yeah. Again, and we know we we know he's injury prone. We know that it doesn't need saying, but. He come back in and, and for the four games, the only the game he lost was Man City and, and everyone loses to Man City. So, you know, he was excellent yeah. and, and for his career to him, come, you know. Yeah, him, him shithousing someone is one of the rare joys uh, <laughs> exactly. of this season. Do you know I mean, him winding someone up is fantastic. It's one of the, the rare little bits of uh, relief and fun that we've had this season. So, exactly. I mean, whenever he's put on a, a blue shirt, he's been brilliant. But like, he's just, that, you know, him, mm. I guess you put Calvert-Lewin in the same kind of bracket. Mm. You can't be paying those wages for people playing that amount of games per season. It's like, no. what, what is with that? Yeah. Well, what, Andy, going back to the end, then what was it like? When did you find out? Did you did you find out almost <laughs> when it finished, or, did, or was the it? Goofy tell you. Goofy. <laughs> 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 Mini whispered in his ear. You're saying it's another year. I'm Imagine being told you you're going down. If Goofy tells you you've gone down. That's I mean, it. Oh, that oh, that's oh. got to be the peak low. If Goofy's breaking that, you see it. difference as well. <laughs> difference. I don't know how to say this to you. <laughs> Less than one. Um, no, I, I was. I, I found out. I, I was refreshing my phone, refreshing my phone, and uh, the guy doing the show with Richie was getting alerts on his watch mm. uh, when when it was going on. So, come uh, delight. 
on the later. Minutes, I mean, I'm, like, like I said, I was eating, I was eating dinner on the boat. Check me out, but mm-hmm. uh, I wasn't there. But that ten minutes was the longest ten minutes of my entire life, and I felt mm-hmm. like I couldn't, I couldn't concentrate or talk to people. It was just yeah. um, almost like an out of body experience that final ten minutes. And then, yeah, relief. I, I, I echo what Dave said. I got a lot of, you know, it's been hard being an Evertonian in the past few seasons. I feel like we've been the butt of a lot of jokes, mm. and you know, everyone's taking the Mickey out of us. But I, I, I genuinely felt that a lot of people were kind of happy that we did stay up. Actually, mm. got a lot of nice messages from people, and I think people just have empathy for the kind of pain that we've been going through. Um, but it was weird. It was a weird celebration. It was like mm. it was like getting away with something for the second time running a little bit. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. um, almost a little bit embarrassed to be like, "Cheers, fellow blues," and all that kind of stuff. I mean, yeah. you know, we got through it together, and it was. It, it, thank God we stayed up, but um, like I just said before, I can't, you know, you can't go through all this again. No. Um, oh, you know, get down to the last se- day of the season. My, my my thing at the moment that is going around in my head a lot is like, what is the path out of this? Mm. What what are the steps that Everton make to, you know, get mm. get put this situation behind us and, and and just start to look to the future and like you know we've got a board that can't come to the games or won't come to the games mm. or. You know, I don't know what you guys think, but what, mm. how do, if you were planning the first couple of steps to a brighter future right now, new season, wipe the slate clean, what, what, where do you reckon we go? Well, I mean, for me, I think we've already started. And that, and sadly, it's with the refusal to sign Connor Cody. That, to me, is an indication of what... I know I've seen other people seeing it differently. I think Dave might have touched on it before, but I hope, I see this, hopefully, from my perspective, as... The start, you know, the start of right. Well, we're going to have to really tighten our belt, so to speak, and think about what we're doing. We got we got a situation where we played probably wasn't the most important game in Everton's history, but it may well have been because it might have ended the club if we'd have gone that. Who knows? Who mm. knows? But we played that game without a striker, yeah, yeah. and without any fullbacks. So that that yeah. tells you the state of the squad. So therefore, yeah. collecting players has to be the end of it. We we yeah. can't sadly the days of thinking that we can pay everyone ninety grand a week and a hundred grand a week and just collect players is over at Everton. It's over. We have got to pull that wage bill right back down. Certainly till we get in the new stadium, right back down to you to you almost like your David Moyes type days of fifty grand a week and sixty grand a week, and that's it. And until we do that, we are the path out of it, Andy, is a difficult one. What I would say is, in terms of like the FFP, there's a big year drops off on the 30th of June. So it's done over three seasons and a, a minus 93 million drops off it. So therefore, Everton come back within the boundaries of FFP, which means they can spend a little bit more money. But obviously, it's how you spend it. If Everton have got a budget of, and I'm making this up, but if Everton have got a budget of fifty million pounds this summer, we need six players. It's not going to go that yeah. far. If you go, well, we'll yeah. have him for thirty million, and we'll have him. Mm. Now it can if you're amateur. You know, if you then say, well, I'll buy Dave Vitti for thirty million, but I'm going to pay five six million a year over five years, which is what a lot of clubs do. Then great, yeah. you can do that, and that's how Everton are going to do it. That's how they've got to do it. That's just my view. I don't know whether Pep sees it differently or you boys see it differently, but I, that's I, the I just only think way. You have to... I just think we have to get rid of the sentimentality a little bit and just get get down to some hard work and bring in some solid players like we used to have at the club. Mm. I think that's that's the path out of it. Are we going to buy really talented players? Probably not. I think we have to just you know get some really good solid players like like your James Tarkowski of the world mm. who's going to play thirty eight games a season mm. and are going to be uh, if you have a collection of them if you have six seven of them in the team and then sprinkle goals on it. Yeah. Maybe sprinkle a few quality players. Mm-hmm. Have someone like Brandt in who's young who can learn. Um, I I really I really like Connor Cody, but I completely mm-hmm. understand why you don't go and sign him the day after because you don't know the future of Michael Keane. You don't know mm-hmm. the future of Mason Hoggett. It's not going to be easy shifting those players. You do need an, another left back. He's just lost a left back. You need centre forward. You need a wide player. You need creativity. So I'm not gonna I'm gonna start at the front and not the back, and hopefully mm-hmm. that's what the manager does as well. So, um. It's it's just about bringing those plays and then you go who who's that? Oh, I'm not sure about him, you know, or I'm not. I don't know too much about him. But when they get on the pitch, they they they, they work the socks off and make us make us a, a a difficult team to beat who can score the odd goal. Better players, better results. 
higher up the league, more money. Got to start somewhere. Exactly. And it's only, by the way, it's only two, three more wins, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And you look at it, you look at it in a completely different context. Yeah. If you're yeah. forty, if you get forty-three points next season, but you've already got like say thirty-five of them by by April or mm-hmm. whatever, then you're looking at the season. Oh, we've done all right there. We're quite relaxed. We're not going to go down. But like, look, you look at like say Wolves. You know, we mm-hmm. play, I went to Wolves the, the 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 penultimate week of the season. They were all really relaxed. They can see the last minute equalizer, and they were all like. Oh well, we're mm. gonna say goodbye to this player, and we're gonna say goodbye to that player. I'd like, I'd like a couple of those seasons, please. And yeah, the mid-table obscurity would suit me this season, mm. to be honest with yeah. you. Definitely. You know, just something really calm. You know, no pressure at either end of the table. Just a stability season would do me. Well, Dave, if Everton done that and finished five places higher and finished in the heat, you know, the dizzying heights of twelfth, mm. that's another ten. 11 million pound in prize yeah, money yeah, as no, well no, yeah. which means Absolutely. that essentially means a 30 million pound player if you amortize it properly so yeah. it is yeah. those they're the ways out and i think i think we do have to cut away yeah. what's what and balance the squeak we have like eight center backs and one striker and and it's that's why the when you look at the squad that's why the squad is in the the mess it's in really and it's, yeah i guess it's trying to balance it's a difficult one but listen I'm sure you went and had a couple of pina coladas with Goofy and Minnie after it and went down the slide. And, mm. and let's move on to that. That's, that's enough, Everton. That's, that's it. We stayed up. Nothing to celebrate. Hopefully there's huge changes coming. I think there, yeah. I think there are. And then we can all move forward. And, and you're both absolutely right. There's no point surviving to do this all again next season. Because I'll be, I'll be honest with you, I don't think the Evertonians would have the energy to go three on the run and, and try to do no. it. And I think we'd go. I think we'd go down. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I think it will be different next season. And, and whether Sean Dyke is everyone's cup of tea or he isn't, I still think over a full season, I think he'd, I think Everton would be okay. I, I think that's what we need at the moment. Yeah. I really do. Yeah, maybe. No frills. Just get it. Mm. Get it. Get it organised. Um, anyway, yeah. 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 That's Everton done. Right. Let's go with you first, Andy, because you, were, you weren't here last week, so we didn't do it. Um, and Dave was busy as well, so we give it a miss. But you were away, cruising away on a Disney cruise. So, come on, what was it like? What was it like? Do you know what? It, was, it absolutely blew my mind. I was I was deeply uh, worried about how I would deal with it because, mm. like, I'm not a Disney guy. I'm not a massive fan of, of the films, really. I'm not that I don't like them. I just don't really watch them. The kids yeah. love them and everything. Yeah. Mm. And it was just brilliant. I, I think having grown up, like a lot of my jobs before getting into radio work was in catering because I grew up in Devon. So a lot mm. of kitchen stuff and, you know, uh, kitchen porter and all that kind yeah. of thing. I, I'm always really impressed when you've got like a slick operation, no matter what it is. Mm. Um, and it was just the most unbelievable um operation overall it was a boat called the disney dream uh, sailing around the mediterranean so like uh, we, we did stops in barcelona Cannes, livorno um rome uh, and, and places like that mm. and uh it's got nightclubs it's got bars it's got deck games swimming pools aqueduct that that um thing around the outside of it like a, a flume yeah uh, you, you can eat 24 hours a day seven days a week um you know and you get your your the staff that serve you for dinner uh, you follow you around the, the ship so every time you move to a different restaurant you have the mm. same team so they get to know they take a notebook around so they know what the kids do and don't like i mean it, it was it was absolutely amazing and it was mm. great to be away from obviously the tail end of the season as we just talked about but yeah. um as a new experience goes uh, it, cruising seems to be quite hot at the moment, mm-hmm. and it, it kind of blew my mind, and, and it makes us want to go on another cruise. Well, I, I heard quite a lot of it, actually, when I was in the car this last week. Um, one day in particular, which I thought, you know, listen, I, I like I like your show, and, and it's incredibly random, but never more random than the other day when you were playing ping pong on the radio. That was the first thing, which I've never, ever heard before, live ping pong on the radio between you and you and Richie. And then, yeah. there, was a, then there was an opportunity to take part with people to ring in to say that what would you, if you were transported back to the 1700s what would your occupation be which i found really where did that come from exactly well there was a pirate party on like uh... the wednesday or thursday night so they got us an outfit each so richie was a rum smuggler and i was a buccaneer Fine. I couldn't and understand I thinking, where the 1700 reference came from because I obviously missed the start of that. And I just thought, this is really strange. And people kind of going, I think I'd be a yeoman or I'd be a town crier. And I thought, this is just really bonkers. Well, it does make you think, though. Can you imagine, hmm. right? What, what would, 
do you have got you guys have any idea like if this was 1705 what, what do you think you would be you know if you were alive then quantum leap type thing what do you think you'd do would well, your job be we couldn't podcast obviously because there's no technology no no, yeah. no we'll just meet up in a tavern i guess yeah and just sit in the corner face to face but that'd be a good one. for an hour in a tavern. Yeah, just yeah, sit exactly. there with a you know a tank. Oh, hope, hope people were listening in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. In oh, a tavern, so you gather round. You gather round. <laughs> if, I That's think the same be, approach. I think it'd be quite. I think you get a, a lot of people gathering round though, because not many people. I mean, we'd have had to have had the idea first, and there's not much to do, mm. is there? Yeah. Um, I, I, it did strike me though for a minute that would be something Jeremy Vine would do. Would be on Radio Two at twelve o'clock. You know, you know, you get in your car and you've got the radio on from the last day, and, and Jeremy Vine's on. I'm just thinking there would be something like it's Carol in Swindon. Hello, Jeremy. Well, I, I would probably uh, will have died from the plague when I was fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably work no, in was... a bar. Work in a bar. Why not? Yeah, you could bar stay over the bar. Never mind. Work in a bar. That's a bit harsh. I, I could see, I could see Dave uh, maybe travelling the waterways on obviously paddle boards back then. Absolutely, but some kind of kayak, yeah, uh, yeah. Maybe net or, or, with a big or net, big, or something, yeah, taking yeah. a shite out of it. Yeah, maybe, probably, maybe. probably akin to what he does now. Probably, pretty much, pretty much. But now I, I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed your your week on the high seas, Bush. My only, um, you know, the thing that I was wondering though, and I felt that maybe you missed a trick. Is that I thought that maybe you should have branded the week as absolute ship, which I think just would have just had a nice ring yeah. to it. Yeah. Do you not think? Yeah. Because you know, just want to be careful how you say that. I guess, but yeah, yeah that's, that would have been that would have been you good. Know, absolute ship would would have just had a nice a nice tone. I think. I could imagine Walt would have had an issue with that. Walt though. might have. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. His, fr- his frozen head, yeah. which is in the bowels of the ship, would yeah. have been um, may may have had a few issues. Cryogenically frozen brain. Would have been yeah, like, and Walt may have thought that we were taking the Mickey as well. Which wow. That's why Vitty's here. Very clear of. There is. Did uh, Andy? He did you feel any uh, any of the swell? Any of was the boat moving a little bit? Did you have sea legs or anything? Or was it all was it all nice and calm and and you forget you're on a boat basically? You could feel it a little bit. I mean, like the Med obviously is just a big lake, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? So you, there was like no hardly any waves and stuff like that at mm. all. So. Uh, I think they're they're doing cruises from Southampton starting in September, which will go Hang around. Hang on, you there. don't need to plug it in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's got another one. He's got another freebie on the way. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not I promise. Take the I website won't. for details. <laughs> but but, 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 but. Use, the, use the code Bush twenty three. Ah, now imagine that us on the cruise. Yes, can that? we? Can imagine imagine doing this oh, my from, God. from the Disney Dream for a week. That would be come special. on, Andy. Honestly, so can you, can you imagine? Can you imagine Ped on a Disney cruise? Oh my god. Yeah, control. Honestly. I would see a completely different side of me. You would completely different side of me. I think I think Ped would get like quite into the kind of boat wear, you know, like stripy tops, oh, deck shoes, yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of thing. A bit Great Gatsby, kind of a uh, uh, Formby Great Gatsby. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> With like shorts, but like a full on jumper as well on top, you know what yeah. I mean? He'd have to or, have the jumper, or the jumper yeah. over the over the, yeah. the, the yeah. shoulders with yeah. his yeah. knees hanging down. Yeah. yeah. He'd I'd have to have some street, Everton regalia street. though. The jumper would be an Everton top. No, it would sure yeah, No, 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 no. I there was there was one the, there was one fella on on the ship that had a different Everton top on every single day. Top man, oh, tremendous. So he was like the one beacon of like obviously aware of the yeah. situation. He was represented. He was like an and an, an, there's lots of Americans. So it was an, an American Evertonian, but he did look like a he looked he looked British. So uh, okay. there was a you could see you know there was a connection out there. But yeah, yeah. I mean I I think this uh, this podcast uh, on the high seas mm. uh, next season would be great. Would be tremendous. Yeah. We'll, I don't know whether we can. We'll yeah. have to try and wangle it. That will be probably amazing. Just be hu- it'd be, it should be Hull to Rotterdam. It'd be, it? the, it'd be the ferry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'd just be the ferry. Back know what, right I nearly did. I was booked to DJ. You know the Shine On Weekender that I normally DJ mm. at down mm. in, in but- Butlins and Mineheads? Um, we, I was due to do a gig on that Hull to Rotterdam ferry for Shine On. Just And it got cancelled right at the start of COVID. Right. But I don't know what kind of crossing that would be. That's why I was saying the Southampton one. They've got to go around the Bay of Biscay, I think, then, oh. to get into the Med. But mm. isn't isn't the Bay of Biscay a bit tasty? Yeah, like a little bit more tasty. Yeah. That. Yeah. 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 yeah, So I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I don't know how I would be. I, I mean, I, I guess it's such a big boat you wouldn't feel it. But do, I mean, do you guys get seasick? Any of you not get? Well, Dave obviously not because he lives on the on the on sea. The sea yeah. Yeah. On, on you the know what? Hills, so. I've only Kevin Costner there. The worst yeah. we the worst I've been on, and it wasn't even bad. 
I don't go on them. So I don't like the... I, I want to do a river... I've said this before. I want to do a river cruise because I've got land on both sides. I'm happy with that all day. But when we went to Switzerland, me and Ped went to Switzerland a few years ago on a coach to watch Everton. We were in Switzerland for nine hours. Uh, we went there and watched Everton beat Monaco. But um, we got on the, the, the ferry at Dover. As you do. As you do. And... Um, we got up to it. He was sat down and got up to go and get it. We like go and get a drink somewhere. And when it started moving, you felt like you were. I yeah. felt like I was bladdered. I hadn't had a drink, and I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> if this carries on, I can't." He was just laughing his head off because I didn't know what to do. I'm just like, "Oh man," I had to sit down. I was thinking, if this goes like this, I'm gonna be throwing up everywhere. But luckily, it was just when you got out of the as you got out the port, it was fine. It was fine after that. But I couldn't. I could not be on one of them, and it's bouncing everywhere. I'd be petrified. <laughs> petrified. <laughs> So uh, no, the, uh, river I remember cruise... I, I remember I was on one once and 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 it's the uh, pe- the propeller can come out the water if it's too rough. Oh my and god! And it came out the water and it sends a vibration all the way through the ship, and I honestly felt like we were going to sink. That was oh, horrible. That was when I was a no. kid. It was horrible, absolutely horrible that feeling. But so have you done any on... like Irish crossings? I mean, we I've done the Swansea Cork ferry, which was like, like mm, I've done Fishguard to Ross Lair, and I've done obviously the the the. the Steam packet over to the Alaman as well. Oh no, no I've pretty not bumpy. Done any of them. I, no. I, I found this new technology called planes. Yeah, yeah, they're amazing. Yeah. You want to try them? I Get mean, you straight away. You're not exactly a lover of them either, big man, are you? But you know, no, no. Yeah. I, again, it's it's more the fear of death. Yeah, I think mm. it's I not find the fear yeah. of planes. Yeah. It's yeah. the fear of yeah. I've watched far too many films. Yeah, it's not like you, you. It's not like you sit on a plane, you're terrified. It's just when it leaves the floor. Yeah, you? it's it's like you know, you're not scared of flying. You're just scared of crashing into an enormous mountain. Yeah, yeah. Mountains yeah. are fine. It's oceans. It's when I'm oh, when yeah, I'm, yeah. When I'm flying, it's always when you're over the water. I'm always thinking, oh god, that this this is like you know, it's the whole. Uh, it's it's castaway, isn't it? Oh. Yeah, but I think you've got. I think you've got more chance over the water than hitting a, a mountain range. What if, what if the water? It's pretty final. What if the water's got loads of sharks in yeah, it as well? That wouldn't be still, good. I still you think I mean? you've more chance. The, the problem is that that you know uh, an airplane and a mountain <laughs> normally doesn't go well. No, no, no. no but I've well. got visions of being with Baz, and then Baz is goes Baz goes full rose, and he won't <laughs> let me on. He won't let me on the bit of shrapnel. You know, that's keeping the bit of wood or whatever. Baz is like, no, no, and I'm clinging on for dear life. In the next minute, Baz looks down after having a little kid yeah. for an hour and goes, just sees I'm frozen, takes me hand, just unlashes it from the bit of plane, and they just see me drift down towards the massive blue gem. I, well, here's, I, here's another yeah. hypothetical situation. Uh, let's just say, God forbid, you and Baz are on a flight somewhere to watch an Everton preseason game. Yeah. You end up crashing in the in the uh, in the Andes, and and Baz sadly uh, in the ice has has, mm. has uh, expired. Yeah, yeah. And you're starving, pet. You're looking mm. at Baz. Which bit of him are going to eat to survive? Mm. Well, that's the issue, isn't it? There's not much of him. I mean, if I yeah. if it was the other way around, he'd have an absolute <laughs> feast. He'd be day, he'd have a full on. He'd be laughing his head off. Well, like the Disney cruise, like twenty four hours a day, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah. It would. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I, I simply could not have any more. I'm absolutely no. full. No. The only issue for me, no pudding. Really, we shouldn't go on planes together. We should be like the royal family. We yeah, stay. Away. We should go on separate planes yeah. just to make sure. Because God forbid, we couldn't let Ned be in oh, charge of this. God, I think I think um, Baz uh, would taste quite gamey. You reckon Baz yeah. would be quite gamey if you were to yeah. eat a bit of him? You think mm, it's like a, a little spice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spice. Stars make me You'd have to. They'd have to put be heavy seasoning. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Just okay. slow, uh, slow cook him or something like that. But, um, yeah. Fair play. What, air frying? Because that, that's air what I've brought with me. That's yeah. what I've brought with brought me. The air fryer. brought the air fryer. And he's got, you've got a rechargeable thing that you can just plug it in. That's charge ready. <laughs> just in case you're on the plank there in the middle of the sea. Well, this will work. This will work. And you'll have it in. And, and there you go. Start with me. Th- I've got, you know, my thighs are still muscly. Use them. Um, <laughs> let's get off us crashing and, and being out in the middle of the sea, yeah. floating on a piece of wood, mm. wood, metal, whatever it may be. Um, so yeah. overall, Andy, it was a, a tremendous experience. It was. It was unlike anything I'd ever experienced before in my entire life. Um, and yeah, it makes me want to go go back to the high seas. I'd love to go and do another cruise. I just don't know whether we'd be able to afford it or not, because mm. I think it's quite, they're on the pricey yeah. side, that's for sure. But yeah. there's loads of them now. There's those Norwegian ones where you go around the fjords. That sound, mm. that yeah. looks pretty cool. That's mm. the one that I want to do. Yeah, so yeah, man. So, I mean, I, 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 it made me realise that maybe we're a bit kind of like, bit narrow-minded yeah. on the kind of holidays that we normally go on so maybe have you got any good... um 
Absolutely. You got any dizzy codes, and any what? Any dizzy codes? Any discount codes? You know, uh, you know, as Baz said, Bush twenty three. Mm. Bush twenty three. No, yeah. Get it off. No. That no. would have been good, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah. Or, Bush, Bush yeah. twenty three. Yeah. I know Bush. Yeah. 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 Uh, I yeah, love I, Bush. I'm, Could mm, be any. I'm a friend of Bush. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, try putting that in on uh, Disney's mm. website. Disney website, see what it on. does. Absolute, absolute <laughs> bush. Yeah, absolute bush. You know, ye old podcast. Yeah. But, hey, can you imagine? Can you imagine getting sort of pulled up by the internet cops on a Disney website? I mean, you know, trying to put in sort of bush codes. Yeah. Would be embarrassing, it, wouldn't it? Yeah, wouldn't be good. It wouldn't be good. Dave, moving on to you, slightly smaller waterways that you've been mm-hmm. on, on a slightly, mm-hmm. but you you are back paddleboarding again. The part I did see your. You post last week, I think it was, saying season open or something, paddleboard season. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, this, I mean, this has been, as I imagine, this has been perfect weather to be out on your board. It's been good. It's mm. been really good. So, yeah, last weekend was the official season opener mm. to the paddleboard season. Um, you know, there was no big sort of display or anything. I've got to say, me. someone cut but- the cut the ribbon and off no, you went. No, I mean, it was, it was, it was less, it was less sort of. Um, it was less dramatic than that. I basically spent the Friday night, which was nice, uh, cleaning the bird shit off my paddleboard because it'd been out all winter and stuff like yeah, that. So that was a celebratory. That's a sort of pre pre entry requirement. So I did all that, and yeah, two weekends now, and uh, been bobbing around, and it's been been nice. Yesterday was lovely. So any I think pasties, I... any pasties in the bag? No, I was going to say yeah. No, that's a Cornwall thing. But I do need to book in my next trip down to Cornwall and go go paddleboarding for pasties down there. Uh, but no pasties in this neck of the woods, sadly. Sadly, I'd like to see some Go- GoPro footage of Dave yeah, doing that. That would be good. Nice. I think I need to get a GoPro sort of like head mount. Like splinter that's a, cell, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, or look a bit like orbital. You know, there's a there's a yeah. For you. You oh, know, be, or that that lad that chases all the trains. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy, yeah, good. yeah, yeah, yeah. Except that he has his camera facing him though, doesn't he? Mm. Although that that might be quite That'd nice. That'd be good. Yeah, yeah. Get what's behind you. Tremendous, Dave. We look forward to lots more, lots more of that, um, that going on. Uh, changing tack. Just quit. I know Ped's gonna Ped's gonna leave early, but that's fine. Bit a bit of. Will Young from Ped and a bit. Gotta go to Skem to I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I wasn't gonna say that, but you, you've gone there. But um, there's been a lot made of. I don't know whether you've been up with this, Andy, at the moment, but there's loads going on with AI at the moment, and we're at full, full crisis in the world. Um, I've just watched a Diary of a CEO podcast with Mo Gordas, who was worked at Google and all that, saying basically need to stop right now because mm. otherwise machines will be running the world in yeah. in two years, he said, which is terrifying. Right. Um got is there any real concerns from either of you over this AI threat that we are now uh, facing? Because it seems I mean, a bit scary, the thought of it. Uh, yeah, I think it's scary. I mean, mm. you know, I don't mind admitting I don't fully understand AI. Mm. You know? I don't think a lot of, of us I don't do. Understand. I mean, I don't even really understand seedless grapes and stuff like that, but AI, <laughs> I really can't get my head around. But I think it's really scary. And I mm. think that when you've got somebody who is an absolute expert in their field, as this guy is, mm. you know, and nobody knows more about this technology and, and this sort of um, direction than him, mm. I think if he's saying this is scary shit now and we need to pull out because this is just going to go too far, mm. I think you've absolutely got to listen to him. Yeah. You know, what could be more scary than someone like him saying that AI is scary? Mm. But my, my only my only issue with it is, right, is that, you know, like we've I watched Terminator and everything, and, mm. you know, obviously their thing is like robots absolutely battering us and enslaving mm. us and all that kind of thing. But I, as far as I can tell at the moment, like robots still can't get up stairs or anything. Do you know what I mean? Like have you seen a robot trying to get up a stairs at one of these mm. robot things? So they, I, I feel like they've let the side down a little bit uh, in terms of the advance of. Uh, I don't technology. think it'll be long. So, I don't think it'll be long. Well, yeah, but I live in a townhouse, so I've got like another flight. Yeah, I'll be all right you've, you've got a couple of years left. While <laughs> yeah, the time. I'm okay. I'm right. Isn't it like Milton Keynes? They've got loads of little wheel along robots. That, oh like, yeah, yeah. Have you, have you have you ever seen them? They're mad. I've, I've always... seen photos of it. It looks pretty crazy. It's. Do you know about this, Bad? No, no. Like, this isn't. No, this um, this isn't a piss take. No, so in, Mil- in in Milton Keynes and and a couple of other places. Um, I've seen them, and they have these, um, they're like food delivery robots. So they are like a little buggy, mm-hmm. right, with four wheels on there, and then there's like a big kind of flag so you can see them coming. Yeah. And what happens is 
is that if you order a pizza or something like that, I don't quite know how they get the pizza in there or a burger or whatever it is. And they put the food into this little buggy and then they obviously put a postcode in there. And this buggy goes down the pavement. It crosses roads and everything and will actually pull up outside your house. Right. Because I remember I was I was there a couple of years ago and I was I was uh, we were filming and the cameraman was with us and he just kind of goes, what's that? And I said, oh, that's one of those food delivery robots. And again, he thought I was taking the piss, but they, they do that's genuinely big. exist. Google it. It's like Big Track. It's like a, a modern version yeah. of the kids' toy from the eighties. Big Track. Wow. It's really weird though when you see it coming down the street. I bet. Can no. you ride one? Can you get on one and like if you knew I where think, it was going to get a lift? I think if you were a small child, you could probably, you know, or you know, I think even Baz would be too big for it. Even Baz. That would last yeah. about five minutes in Liverpool. I mean, yes. Yeah. <laughs> The scooters that we've got in the city end up just literally flung all over the place. So could you mm. imagine something with food in it? It would last about two minutes. Yeah, absolutely. It's not It's not for everywhere. That's for sure. Fair play to Milton Keynes. They've gone. So AI worrying. But let's 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 see it, how it's it... worrying. But yeah, don't you think we've we've also had a good crack of it? You know, maybe it's time for someone else to come and, and, and give let them take charge of things because, you know, yeah. We've had, you know, I, I just the pinnacle of pinnacle of life. If if that's going round a bit of water on a boat, then I think you know, I think we need to maybe let someone else take over for a bit. It's wet. It's not. It won't be for a bit. Baz, it can edit. Baz, it can edit. Yeah, we yeah. use it every day. We can't start complaining about it. Mm. Brilliant. It's you know, the thing. Yeah. The thing that where it passed the test though that has caused all this concern is that mm. um, it it was an AI was trying to pass a capture test. You know where they have you have to fill in this thing. Yeah. And what it did, it convinced uh, someone else remotely that it was um, visually impaired and got them to answer the test for them oh my so God. that they could then pass the test. So that is, that's been one of the big kind of landmark yeah. moments mm. where, hold on a minute, this has gone in a direction I don't think they kind of anticipated. No, well, he say it's, it's, scary. it's got consciousness now, yeah. And there's the other thing is that apparently there's been two Drake records at least that basically... AI has just done it, it. It's used his voice and created mm. two songs that isn't him, but they're basically Drake songs, and it, they're now posing the question of like, well, what what's going to be the point of any of them? I mean, Ned's knackered. Although I don't, to be honest, I don't see AI turning up in the bed of Thand in Rain Hill and playing <laughs> to the pub. <laughs> to be fair, but mm. you know, you know, you've, you've got to, you know, you've got to look after everyone, haven't you? Um, see how we go. Terrifying. Let's have some. Let's have some of our uh, subscriber questions because these are always interesting. These are always interesting. Uh, Paul Lipsy says, "All right, lads, great debut season for you boys. Have loved this show the most. Thank you very much, Paul. Oh, Thank you very much. Uh, if you could snap your fingers and you'd be a virtuoso standard player of any instrument, what would it be and why? Or any tales of music instrument woe or success from your past? Singing doesn't count." What what instruments if you could? Yeah, a guitar I'd love to play. Mm. And I know that isn't like, oh my God, I'd love to be a billionaire one day. I know I could probably lay it in the guitar. I'm not going to, but I would love to just be able to play it. Is there anything you you lads would uh, would like to just go and you're, you're, you're amazing at? I remember having a tin whistle. I got bought a tin whistle when I was mm. a kid. And they're terrible things, aren't they, tin mm. whistles? Awful, absolutely awful. Uh, but I'd love to be able to play that really well. Do you know what okay. I mean? Like... Uh, is it was it James Galway? Was that his name or James? La what was his name? There's a flute player. Who's the mm. flute player with the beard? Oh yeah, mm. something haunting. Either way, I'd like yeah. to play yeah, haunting him. Gaelic music. Okay, on that and make people cry. Make people in the vicinity of me just think, oh my god, that's absolutely lovely. Okay, mm. oh just 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 really overcome with emotion. You just as, can't as, as you're just such a powerful flautist. Yeah, exactly. A little bit like you know the theme tune to Titanic and stuff like that. Mm. Oh, that's incredible. incredible. And would you also would you also then go into more upbeat like jazz flute, you know, like Ron Burgundy? Would yes. you would, would go down that route as well? Because I think you know, you've got to have a range in your repertoire. You've got to you've got to you've got to have them in tears in multiple emotional states. Well, maybe maybe uh get myself in the Gladys Street end and I could mm. be kind of like a bit of a rabble rouser for people. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. and, and, and yeah, and, and, and see if kinda you can kind of orange leave. order vibes though. That's the only problem when you That's do it. That's the problem yeah. with Good luck with that, Andy. I can't even get a bottle top in the Gladys Street. Yeah. Never yeah, mind. So You've got no chance. <laughs> no, no, no idea where you're smuggling that. Well, hey. Yeah, <laughs> Dave, any instruments? 
Well, I mean, again, it's it's predictable, but I think the guitar is a good one. Yeah. And the reason for that is that there's always a guitar around somewhere. Yeah. And I like the idea of being one of those people where you can turn up without any equipment and yeah. then just really impress them. Off because, you, yeah. you know, a bit like Rats, there's probably a guitar within every kind of four or five <laughs> foot, isn't there, somewhere? You know, yeah. everyone's got one. Like, mm. if, if, if your mate hasn't got one, your next-door neighbor's got one or yeah, whatever. So yeah. I think it'd be good to have something where you could just turn up to a barbecue and then just suddenly be amazing and really, oh. really impress people and then just put it down and then just go home. I like I'd that. like to see Dave playing More Than Words by Extreme. Or That's something my like wedding that. song. Nice, Absolutely. Is it? Is it? My wedding song, yeah. yeah. They're on tour again at the minute. I saw Extreme. Mm. It's tremendous. I'd love to, I'd love to see Dave Dream play that. Shade. Dave mm. playing uh, that is amazing. Go on, Ped. Yeah. What was yours? Yeah. Bagpipes. Okay. Yes. They are yeah. impressive. Number yeah. one, they wow. are very, very... You can imagine how many people I could annoy playing mm. bagpipes. Mm. But also the same... almost. You've like got Andy the Scottish there. look for it as well. Yeah, you have. That's what Andy just said there. It's that idea of making... You know, there's nothing more haunting mm. than the bagpipes. Yeah. And it's yeah. something that not many people can play. So, therefore, you know, you would be getting all the, all the weddings and all the funerals in you your would. local area. You area. would. And bar mitzvahs. Um, you know, mm. code Bush 23, get your 10% exactly. discount. Ped, yeah. last question for... I know you've well, got to go. Won't be our last question. But this is from Glenn Watson. Says non-football question. And it's that is... He's used you, that's why I'm including you. Yeah. Starts with football. Uh, Ped originally didn't rate Dwight McNeil, but he grew on him towards the end of the season. At first, I, I, there you go. At first, I didn't like sparkling water, but now I get busy with fizzy every day. So my question is, what is something in life you originally did not like but grew to love? So we'll go with you because I know you've got sparkling water. Sparkling water is horrendous. Yeah, I absolutely don't want horrendous. I love, I love sports. Your problem with sparkling water? Well, because it oh, sort of tastes so like it's got a salad. funny gas taste. I know it's water. It's not supposed. It makes to me feel alive. It. Makes me feel <laughs> alive. I know it's wrong. It just shouldn't happen. So come on, Ped. It's bubbles. On. It's just air and water. You two. It's not supposed to be in. There's not supposed mm-hmm. to be air in water. There's, there's no rules things. on that. But it's it's um, a gassy taste. Weird. weird. Something I, I I don't I don't know if I could answer that in in this short, but there's probably loads of things. Probably so, but I imagine some kind of food. Yeah. I imagine mm. that I probably didn't used to like when I was a kid, or mm. used to probably think it looked disgusting or whatever. And okay. then as your palate changes, um, you you get into something. But I can't think of anything off the top of my head that I would say right now. Okay. But um, but yeah, there you go. All right, great answer, uh, Andy. You something you didn't you know you were nonplussed with or now you really like it? Used to hate <laughs> olives. Used to absolutely despise olives yeah. with all my heart, and then now I absolutely love them. Green olives used to make me sick of even the yeah. thought of them. But like yeah. now, yeah. I remember yeah. accidentally. I remember having a stuffed olive off a. You remember you used to put olives, stuffed olives on the bar. Yeah, back in the day when you back were, in the day. Yeah, I remember having one of them, thinking this is awful. This is absolutely awful, and now I just can't get enough of them. I don't know what happens. Then where it all changed, Dave. Uh, black pepper for me. Okay. Uh, just Ooh. never, never was a fan of black pepper when I was a kid, mm. and you know my dad used to use it a lot, and yeah. I just couldn't eat it. And now I literally smother everything in black pepper and um, everything. Well, you know, not Pretty not my cereal, but, but you know yeah. what I mean. But anything kind of savoury yeah. normally has black pepper involved, on yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm the same, mate. I've had every. I have black pepper over everything. I mm. absolutely love it. Mine would be mine would be nuts. I've really got into the health thing and all of that. I've really, mm. like, I never used to be able to eat nuts or whatever, but now almonds, walnuts, sunflower seeds, chia, all of that, nuts and seeds, I eat. Dry roasted. You know, I, the, the two the two caveats to it are peanuts, I can't, I just don't like the taste of them, and dry roasted, I can't have either. Oh, really? Almonds, walnuts, yeah, pecans, dry roasted pistachios, all of, I can all of them. Uh, can, I, can, I, can I ask what? another, another yeah. question? Very quick. You, you mentioned there about Ped, and he, he's just left now because he had to leave early. Yeah. And I was mm. going to ask you guys. Yeah. Have you have you ever walked out early from an Everton game, or when was the last time? If you have, when when, when was that? Have you got? Because well, I've always made quite a mission because I've lived far away from Goodison yeah. Park to, to to go. So mm. why would you drive all that way and then mm. leave early? But like, if you, I guess if you live nearer the, the stadium, you, you 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 more within your rights to the go. Only, you, you guys ever walked out before? The only Palace? game I've ever walked out of early was the 2012 FA Cup semi-final against Liverpool. Mm. And Andy Carroll scored in the 90th minute. And he, I think he put up like three minutes or four minutes the board. And I, I think I went after about a minute into an extra time because we didn't get the ball. And I thought I cannot be... 
in this stadium when the final whistle goes on. Yeah. And it was a day when, if you don't know whether you remember it, we were winning, Jelovic scored, we were all over them. The game should have been done at half-time. And in Everton fashion, it didn't. And we rode the first kind of 10 or 15 minutes out of the second half when they were all over us. And we got through that period into the period where the game had settled back down and it was a bit of Did nothing. And then this time with the back pass. Oh, and it's yeah, like, I forgot about that. And oh, it changed. God, and then Coleman come on as a sub and pushed Gerard in the back when he was going nowhere. And he took the free kick and Carroll headed it in. That was the only one I've ever walked out of. Because I'm like you, I, I've gone. I've paid me money and I'm I'm gonna watch every minute because I'm there as a supporter. I'm not there to get yeah. off. I understand some people have to go trap whatever, mm. but no, it's that's the only game I've ever walked out of, really. Mm. Um, I don't. I, I, I no. I I mean, again, only from kind of big event stuff like Wembley stuff. But as mm. a general rule, um, no, Goodison, I don't leave early. No, just because I think you know you're there and 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 that's it. And you're mm. gonna be there to the end, and and I am. I'm talking of leaving. Talking, talking of leaving early, I'm yeah. going to have to go in a second. Okay. I'm sorry. No worries. I'm trying to get older, me. No worries. You okay. go on, you go. And I've got three questions. If you've got All to right. go, Dave, you've got to go. Well, no, no, go on. Okay. Give us the three questions. Right. And then, then what, we'll... what do you think of the pedestrianisation of Norwich City Centre? <laughs> don't, don't answer it. Don't answer it. That isn't a real one. That isn't a real one. Um, Matt Seddon says, what is your food or beverage game changer ever? I sold the stream, George Foreman Grill, Ninja, have you ever have you had something that has been a game changer for you, food or drink wise? I'd say ours is the coffee machine in here. I mean, I I Amazing. use my George Foreman grill every day. That very Whoa. much is a game changer for you. Every every day I, I I use it for my lunch, but I haven't got a an injury air fryer. Um, but um, but I've anyone that I know who's got them just is like a different person. You must hate soda streams, then, Dave, given your uh, hatred towards carbonated water. Or sparkling water. Well, yeah. Although when I was a kid, though, I always wanted a soda stream because my friend Ian had one, you know, and we weren't allowed one in our house. And then he, we used to go over to Ian's house and his brother Gary and stuff. And then, you know, they used to make cherry aid and and um, orange aid and all those different things. And I thought it was amazing. But I, I'm 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 more I'm more likely to drink them. I just I find sparkling water like Ped. I just find that sort of strange, sort of slightly gassy taste. I don't like very much. Okay. Um, Chad Schofield getting off an aeroplane before the doors are unlocked. Uh, are you A, a sit and wait person? B, desperately get nearby to your overhead locker only fa- once the fasten seatbelt sign goes off? Or stand waiting with luggage ready, disregarding seatbelt signage or please from the cabin crew? I'm a, I'm a, as soon as the light goes off, up, ready to and go and get my stuff yeah. and then down again, yeah. ready to go. Yeah. yeah, me too, Andy. Any difference yeah, on but, that? But but not beforehand. You know, this is still this is still adhering to, to the rules. regulations. Regulations. And Aviation regulations, yeah. yeah. What are you, Andy? You a sit and wait yeah, guy? Always. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh Matt oh, Sign. In, in fact, oh, on the flight back. Yeah. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. On the flight back. I know, I was just gonna say I, I get me bag, sit to sit down and then so get me bag on my knee, then wait for everyone to get off, then get off. Class. It's quite complicated. That's quite classy, though. Classy waiting. Matt Sines says, Dear dear 1878 Agony Ants, I am seeking your advice on a minor issue I've encountered. Recently, HR contacted me, mentioning their software had discovered a correlation between my sick days, instances of leaving work early, family emergencies, and the match schedules of Everton Football Club. Impressive since I'm in Toronto. While I understand the correlation does not imply causation, I would appreciate your guidance on how to address this situation and redirect the suspicions of HR. Um, I don't think you can, Andy. Uh, sorry, Matt. Yeah. I, I think, I think you just, you just say that on those days when Everton are playing, you've got a medical issue that makes you nervous and ill. Mm-hmm. That's what I would say. Nothing you can do about mm-hmm. it. And the final one: choose your worst. Pizza toppings you can think of. Oh, okay. Uh, goat's so go cheese. with three. Go on. Goat's cheese. Goat's cheese. Um, coriander. And um, mushrooms. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go ham, pineapple, and that one where they do a fried egg in the middle. Really, ham and pine. A lot of people like ham and pineapple. I like I like a Hawaiian pizza. It's not. Here's the rule, right? Nothing, 
Nothing that goes on the top of the pizza should take longer to cook than the pizza itself. Okay. I've seen pizza. One of the pizza <laughs> companies does a, does a cheese burger topping on a pizza. Disgusting. It's a I ain't having it. That's a me. Yeah. That is too much. too much. It's disgusting. That and AI, two of the biggest threats to humanity. They are. They are. And, and I have to say that. Right. That is us wrapped up for the season. There's a lot of calls for this not to stop during the summer. So me, I'll have to speak to the lads, but Ped's not here next week, so there won't be one definitely for the next week or so. We Maybe. could do a sporadic kind but of, you yeah, know, just a little check-in every so often. Absolutely. Yeah, and it'd be nice not to do any football with it, really, yeah, as well. Yeah, so we yeah, yeah. we'll thrash that out. We'll, we'll get, you know, it's, it's Fine. The two big players in this podcast, it's their agents I have to speak to, but sure. we'll see how we go. Well, but listen, no, boys. Well, when you get hold of Ped's agent and yeah, Ned's agent, you let us know. It's fine. been an absolute pleasure. It's been an amazing podcast for me to do all season. I've loved every minute of it, so thank you very much for giving up your time Jeff, all thanks season. Thanks for having us. And uh, right. for everyone else, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe, and uh, yeah, we'll see you soon. Take care.